everybody welcome back to core it's heroes of the storm time i'm scott johnson with bo schwartz and john jagger and we're back after a week off bo moved and my servers got hacked so that was reason enough not to have a show last week uh, but also there wasn't a ton of stuff the ton of stuff would come right after we did a show or would have done a show so uh either way uh today's the day we get to talk about wrestlers and uh things like that uh so that's all coming up but before we get too far fellas got a mission to make here uh, the just playing Deckard Kane in Heroes of the Storm and hearing him drop uh, uh, vials of health, that sound it makes, right? And him hearthing back to the Nexus and hopping into his little portal to do it. That was enough for me to get an itch to play uh, Diablo again. And so I kind of dive back into Diablo uh, with a couple of very specific goals. One is to play with my kids a bunch because they're all into it right now. Uh, but also, I'm going to fill my entire Kanai's Cube with every possible uh, uh, legendary ability. And uh, that's my goal right now. So so thanks, Deckard Kane. You, you drug me back in, you bastard. You old, you old coot. Uh, but uh, I've been enjoying it. Has this had this effect on anyone but me? I mean, it, the the bottle sound definitely made me nostalgic for sure it's my favorite part yeah. it's it's like that reminder to use the spell because you're like i would like to hear that sound right now yeah i can i can do it whenever i want on a slight <laughs> cooldown. but i was thinking about it as you were as you were saying this and you know how like smash brothers back in the day would let you play through a weird version of Mario 1-1 as, like, the characters from Smash Brothers. Yeah, the uh, GameCube and, version had this weird single-player element thing going on in it. I'm right now picturing what it would be like to go through Diablo-style campaign with the Heroes roster. Oh. Oh. That's not bad. You know, you can kind of do a similar thing. Uh, there, there's this weird StarCraft II mod that I played for a minute. Only a minute because I didn't have time. Something Tristram something. But it's basically the entirety of Diablo 2 recreated in the StarCraft 2 arcade mode. And when you hear that, you go, Psh, I've seen that stuff. No way this is any good, right? Like, no way this is even close to that experience. Whatever. That's what most people would say. I hopped in and played it. It is shockingly accurate to the gameplay of Diablo 2. It's really weird, actually. They have all the classes in there, all the abilities in there. Uh, Does multiplayer work in there? Yeah, yeah. You can have more people in there. We should totally try this. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. It's still in beta, but it's it's in there. And it's it's worth doing maybe as a stream or something because it's freaking weird. Really weird. And you're running around and you're seeing like like the starting zone is there's that old guy you got to talk to who for some reason in this has the voice of Uther. Maybe he always did. I don't know. But you talk to him and he says, don't forget to talk to what's her name over there. And you go talk to her like that whole beginning start of Diablo 2 is all exactly the way you remember it. And then you go out and fight stuff and 
it's for real like it's Diablo. I don't know how they did it. It's crazy to me. Kind of thing blows my mind. But anyway, the point Obviously is. Obviously a lot of work. Yeah, tons of work. And then there's this, you know, teaser going around with a four horned goat that you can get in Diablo or in uh, World of Warcraft. And it's clearly a Diablo inspired goat. And it's got kind of a Diablo logo, except it kind of makes a four. But even if that's not enough for you, the thing's got four big Diablo horns on his head. I mean, duh. Of course, we're getting Diablo 4 announced this year. I'm telling you right now, mark my words, this is happening. I guarantee it. Oh, is this a thing? Uh, yeah. it oh, it's cool totally a thing. It's totally a thing. Not since last BlizzCon opened with a pair of dice on the number four. <laughs> uh, have people read so much into a thing. But yeah. no, I agree. It's, it is definitely a Diablo goat. You look at that goat and you go, that's a, that's a Diablo goat right there. Yeah, there's no way. So... Unless that, unless they're just jacking with us, this is absolutely a hint. And so I'm so jazzed and fired up for it. I get into Heroes and play some games and all, and I'm just hearing all these Diablo sounds. It's like, oh my gosh, I got to go back. So that's what I've been doing. Been playing a little Diablo. I just want to throw that out there. Sometimes that game gets you in there. And I'll tell you what, uh, go in there and just fiddle. Like realize, like go into your bags and go, what stuff do I actually have? I realized I had a bunch of sets I didn't know I had. So, so I was like, oh, I have a complete set to do this ice build I want to do with my wizard. I'm going to do that. And immediately I'm like, let's bump things up three uh, uh, torment levels out of nowhere because suddenly this ice build is so good. Like weird stuff like that. It's great. That game's great. There's nothing wrong with Diablo 3. I really want Diablo 4. And Deckard Cain is, remains a rad character. The only problem with Diablo 3 is I've played it so much. Give me Diablo 4. I know. <laughs> Do something. It Please. is time. It is time. We need, you know, a new game would be would be great, but the loop right now is satisfying and I'm enjoying it, even though I really should be finishing God of War, but the uh, mm-hmm. no, freaking Diablo keeps sucking me back in. Nonetheless, and notwithstanding, this week has been one heck of a week for Heroes of the Storm, or since last we spoke. Uh, there was a promo that came out with a video uh, titled Nexus Mania. Straight up wrestling is what this is uh, about. It's basically a skin thing, you know. Is it like, Nexus Mania or is it uh, Nexus Mania? I, I, I don't know. It's a good point. Secret ingredient. Uh, uh, so, what you not the language, not but well done. <laughs> Do you guys have any uh, initial thoughts on this weirdness? Because it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I didn't expect a wrestling themed. Uh, event. Um, so I'm kind of not into wrestling. Yeah, but I'm into this. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like not, I, I'm not into wrestling at all. That's so. my initial reaction was like, "Yay, wrestling!" But mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, sweet, the skins look awesome." And yeah, I'm. I mean the the Karazim skin by far. It, it's kind of buried in there, but it's it's the best part of. What's yeah, coming. It's the first thing Bo said on Slack. He's like, amazing. we got to get that Karazim skin because how yeah. dumb would it be if you didn't get it? Uh, I agree. But John, you're more of a wrestling uh, fan than we are. What do you uh, think of this business? I am. I'm a big wrestling fan, and I was very excited for it. Uh, this this just seems fitting. I mean, that to me, that was always Diablo's thing is he always was just like charge in and grab you and flip you over his head and knock you back someplace and be a big bully and and i think they picked some really good characters to give wrestling skins to that really fit with what they do mm-hmm. and uh it's just it's kind of uh, a logical 
uh, direction to take it. You know, they could have gone back to the well and said, okay, well, now we put so-and-so in a Speedo this year because that's what we're going to do. But I like that they changed it up. They were like, hey, what, what else can we do? What cool theme can we do? And we got a big lore drop from the last set of skins and all of that. And I like that they're putting something out like this that kind of says, hey, we're not done with crazy weird either. There's also apparently a realm in the Nexus where people are just way into luchador style wrestling. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this should be a realm, right? Like, <laughs> like, because there's a little bit more here than there was for the Nexus uh, Raven Lord business. This is like all yeah, in. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Event stuff is supposed to be like that, but why not make it a weird wrestling realm where instead of Azeroth, it's WrestleRoth. You when they show uh, WrestleRoth, <laughs> I like it. When they show the characters all standing around at the end of the uh, promo video and they turn on the black lights, basically, and they all become kind of glowy. Um, you think there's anything there in the game? That's, a, that's an Overwatch thing, isn't it? The Dia de la Muertos yeah. thing, like it's, it's yeah, the, totally it's the Overwatch like deal yeah and it's like luchadori stuff and all that which is great but i just want i kind of want a moment in the game where that might happen like maybe when you have to get the seeds harvest my seeds and the and the sun goes down and everybody turns a little glowy that'd be cool actually that was asked in the ama thing i think Mm. i thought i saw a question somewhere oh someone asked oh all right so so, some or maybe it's just a reddit thread and it's like they don't i don't think they really glow there's no real, like, even because it's not really dark in Garden of Terror. It's just palette changes, kind of. Right. There is a color variation that highlights those a bit more. So I think they're doing a little video trickery where they're showing you the, the like, less accented version. And then they make everything go dark. And then they put up the accented version of the skins. And it looks like they're glowing in uh, blacklight. Oh, okay. gotcha. uh, so you can get close, but they're not exactly glowing in the dark. All right. Well, I had my heart set on glowing in the dark. Yes, Bo. I was a little bit uh, on the. They showed all the heroes getting scans. Like, okay, yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. But I was kind of like, why on Lunara? I didn't, I didn't get that one. <laughs> like yeah, like, like, it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I noticed uh, that too. Everyone else is like, yeah, everything, every other hero picked on the Mariachi TC makes sense. But I was like, what? <laughs> like, she does cool flips. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When I saw Lenara, so it's like, I, I, but you know, I'm not mad about it. I just thought it was weird. That's yeah, all. it is a little bit weird. So here's your here's your full lineup. You got the El, Ch- I don't know how do you say the Diablo one? El Chamucho, El Chamuco, El Chamuco Diablo. Uh, he looks pretty cool. You got El Mariachi etc. You got El Jefe Garage. Best part about him is he's his axe turns into a chair, a folding yeah. chair. That's He's also got a hefty chain, which is a pretty good part of it. Yeah, too. it's pretty good. Uh, Dropkick Karazim, that's a yeah. must must have. Got to get it. Little punching, little little karate looking guy. It's awesome. Uh, La Parsa Lunara, whatever. She's fine. <laughs> uh, wow, you guys are just really going hard on the Lunara. I think it's a cool skin. It's a cool it doesn't skin. Doesn't look like a wrestler. Yeah, that's that's my it, thing it looks too. Great. Yeah. It's cool. Happy to have a Lunara skin. I just I'm like okay. Yeah, I'm the same. I think she's fine, and just, and the skin looks fine. It just doesn't like, feel like a wrestler in this. They're like, what do we need for this event? And they've got a list. They they look at Sonia. They look at Lunara, and they look over at Zarya. 
They look back at Lunar and they're like that one. <laughs> but there's characters in wrestling. The Undertaker. He's not spoilers. He's not really an Undertaker. He's a wrestler. Right, but he's also six foot seven and kind of looming. Yeah, the and the gimmick is fine. It's the dainty horse lady. Like, <laughs> what wrestling move does she do? Like she I does a giant flip. Yeah, I'm with Bo on this one. I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. There's a rationale for everything. It's the Nexus. You could make a wrestling skin for any hero. Let's be honest. It's fine. The yeah. answer it's is you're wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, she may surprise me. We'll see. Not really a big Lunar fan anyway, so it's not that big a deal. Uh, yeah. La and, Pen- and as I said at the top, yeah. not a wrestling fan. So if it, like. I saw comments like, hey, it says like Marius on the Diablo skin or something. People were like, yeah, thumbs up. And I'm like, okay. It's not. Yeah, for that me. was kind of odd. I don't, too. That's a thing. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. There's a big heart on Diablo's arm with Marius written on it. What is that? I don't know supposed why to he's be? so into Marius. What's yeah. Marius? I, that's he's the pro- old man. Probably... Remember the guy who was a the wanderer? Oh, right. Was the wanderer. Whoa. That guy. <laughs> Wait, why would he have his? Okay, I, I better not ask. It's better not to ask. He's, he's into it. Okay. Oh, it's not. It's not a wrestling thing. No. It's no. Diablo reference. It's the reference yeah, to Diablo yeah, Two. Yeah, it's oh, the Wanderer sorry, guy. It flew over my head. I'm like, which wrestler is Marius? I've heard of like, like Shamrock Pete. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Shamrock Pete. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of the Undertaker. I know Goldberg's a thing. Of course, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Yeah, he almost said Randy Travis. Like, when I was a kid, I watched. He used to like big boss man because he'd handcuff people to the rope and beat them, and I thought that was hilarious. You're, you're doing pretty good at naming wrestlers, but I am well, confused I as to, to why it. you started with Shamrock Pete, which is well, not a Shamrock guy now. I just see him every time, and it's like his big thing is he's Irish, and I'm like, is that a guy? Is that a wrestler guy? So dumb. There was a guy named Ken Shamrock, and the guy I think Bo's talking about is a guy named Seamus, but yeah. Ah, Seamus is Shamrock Pete. Got it. Yeah, Seamus is Shamrock. Uh, Anyways, but you know, I used to watch it as a kid. I also remember um, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That guy was hilarious. I'm like, why is, even as a kid, I was like, this is a wrestler? I hate this. (laughs) Yeah. And I always thought Bad News Brown was pretty racist. Bad News Brown? Is that a thing? I don't know who Wasn't that it, is. Is name Bad News Brown? I'm just like... I don't, you know, I don't know that one. That, this one like, might be little... before John's time or something. Maybe. John, what's your heyday? <laughs> like uh, like late 90s, early aughts sort of wrestling yeah, era? Yeah, I watched it a lot when I was really little. Uh, you know, Hogan and Andre the Giant and all of that. But I can't remember a ton of that stuff uh, because I was very little. Then I took a break and then I got back in to it around the stone cold steve austin the rock and all that sort of stuff so <laughs> you know what's great the chat room's freaking out because we're talking about wrestling stuff they know that we don't that's yeah. the best again it, just because it's not for me doesn't make it a bad no. thing i just you know i'm just like you know it's good everything looks awesome There's yeah it looks great and they've gone all out i'm excited for it yeah i love the color palette i love those those uh the chests the tread the the chests you're gonna open are totally cool that pug with the luchador mask on i will own that damn thing I guarantee it. I don't know how I'm getting it, but I'll own it. Got to buy some kind of bundle. It's a a chihuahua, though. What do I call it? A pug? Yeah. Oh, I meant. Whatever. I should have let it slide. Is that racist for dogs if I mix up their Mm, breeds? I think so. They'll write emails, Scott. You don't want emails. (laughs) There's also a pignata. Yeah. A pignata. 
Sorry, that makes me laugh for some reason. It's so dumb. All right. Anyway, it's all good. La Pantera Sonia, which is where I always get my smothered burritos. Mm, I love going to La Pantera Sonia. Mm. Weren't they a uh, heavy metal band? It, uh, the Spanish yeah, version. Spanish cover ver- version of Pantera. <laughs> uh, anyway, you got the Lucha Hoo-Hoo-Ha-Ha, however you say it, Pinata. <laughs> Chihuahua. <laughs> Lucha Chihuahua. Chihuahua. I'm losing it. <laughs> it does look like... Um, it looks like like if you could write pain, the feeling of pain in word form. That's what that looks like. Oh, it's just what I like is Scott looked at it, and I feel like his brain went too many letters, start <laughs> to say it, and then end saying it, and leave the rest out. You're not Blue too. Hawala. Yeah, you're pretty much right. Uh, the new announcer is El Guapo, and I don't know what his deal is, except he'll announce. Uh, you know, he can be your announcer. He's your announcer. You can get a new announcer. That's that's apparently there were people who knew was asking, like, is it this person? I don't know, like Rudy, somebody. You're like, <laughs> yeah, it's him. So it's like a real deal voice announcer. But oh. again, I'm just like, huh? Oh, really? There's somebody <laughs> named know. there's somebody so. named Some Rudy. Rudy. Wait a second. I this... mean, I would trust Bo saying Rudy as much as his <laughs> as Kevin saying Shamrock it. or whatever it is, Shamrock Jake. Lucha, hoo hoo, ha ha. Well, Bo will look that up. Uh, you also get the Nexomania loot chest, which I mentioned a second ago. And uh, last year's Suns Out, Guns Out themed items are available in these chests. So you have a chance at those again. Uh, okay. And I'm and I'm glad they're not just going, here's the next summer event, and it's the same as last year. Enjoy. Really glad they're not doing that. As much as I like those items, and I wouldn't mind finally getting a couple of variants on the on the uh the surfboards and stuff uh i don't want to do the same exact event i think that's lazy and then and they're not so i don't know why i'm bringing it up yes bo what now what'd you find yeah, out so uh so like this is the comment i read it was like can you tell confirm if el guapo is arturo rivera he's a legend in mexico or mexico and el guapo sounds <laughs> identical to him and, and it's then, him. Uh, Blizz Keen says, the one of the same, Legendario. Everyone's like, yeah. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> but see, I don't <laughs> I know. Like, I barely know anything about American pro wrestling. I've known nothing about international stuff. Like, there's a big scene in Japan I know nothing about. The luchador stuff, I only know is cool, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, but I Googled it, and then I just found, like, an artist. So I don't even know. Anyways. Yeah. The extent, it's cool. I like it. It's bad to say that the extent of my knowledge of luchador wrestling comes from that jack black movie l what is it is it nacho nacho, nacho libre, libre. yeah, yeah. That. and that's not i've good. never seen it it's you've never seen it it's a great little time it's good time oh, watch it put that on my list it's kind of a sweet little movie it's all right okay all right. All right. uh anyway let's see you got some quests choose team lunara or team sonya and compete a quest chain to earn portrait sprays and the el guapo announcer for free I guess we know what team you belly acres are going to be on. <laughs> oh, easily. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, the purple's nice though. So they had their color themed. I kind of like purple. Um, but, All yeah. right, we're winning Bo over. We're winning him over. Yeah, he's winning him over. I can't help but think though, given that this is such a weird departure from the usual events, you could say the summer stuff was too, but not really. Summer, everybody's got to get in the pool. This just feels like a really out of left field kind of move. I wonder what it would be like if, let's say, somebody was serving uh, for the North or the South in the uh, the American Civil War and had to write home about about what they were seeing. Let's check in and find out. 
dearest Martha. Today has been a fantastic day. Today, a new, bright, colorful group of beings have joined us here in the <laughs> I've never been more excited. Why, there's this one dear lady, and she walked up and bashed a... <laughs> I don't want to say that. Bashed a man over the head with a chair. Martha, it's incredibly fun, but I'm beginning to think it's staged. Earlier, El Jefe Garage went to throw somebody and didn't even touch him, but the man still fell over. It's kind of shattered my illusions, Martha. I'm in distress. So, I take my leave from you and this letter to wander out in the battlefield inform everybody I know every time they mention wrestling that it is not real. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next way into wrestling 93. <laughs> you know, the best... Thank you for your backup fully work. Yeah, that was good. I was going to say work. fully work. I wasn't expected. It's very nice. I'm, I'm learning a lot from Scott on there will be dungeons. Yeah, yeah. No, I got to listen. I got to make that. I got to make me digging through a Cyclops's crotch as real as possible. It's hard. <laughs> it really enhances the experience. It really does. Uh, hey, uh, let's keep moving here. What else we got? Hey, season three, 2018 updates announced. Delayed season start on July 9th. Ooh. All right, here's what they're doing. <laughs> Was that sarcasm? No, I think, I think I'm just, you know, we had this, I feel like I'm having deja vu because this is the same feeling I had when they were about to do the big performance-based ranking stuff, right? Yeah. So when that yeah. was about to hit, it was like, oh, dude, we got so excited, so excited. And then it hit, and it was all busted. And they went, all right, yoink, and they took it out again. And now I feel like I'm getting into that hype space again. But there's a part of me that's like, don't get too excited because they, you know, maybe not. And the fact that they delayed it is probably actually a good sign. It means they're taking their time. They want to make sure everything's cool. Uh, yeah. However, so yeah. the, the the stuff that's here, performance based matchmaking is still coming. But yeah, it's still coming. The stuff right. that's here is is I think a few weeks ago they just came out, you know, and said and addressed some player concerns that were hot topics that seemed to be going nowhere. They did that big blog post. Mm -hmm. So this is them step one making good on some of those things. So okay. basically. Yeah, I think you're right to be like, I don't know, we had that thing pulled, but I think on the balance of it, stuff gets launched and it's it works out okay. So. Yeah, I'll be all right with it. They've added, the, they're adding a third band of the draft, so that's happening. We knew that was happening. Yeah. Um, that's not in now, though, right? This but is that's confirmed. It's confirmed on July. Like, they've set at this date of all right. the things. It's not everything they discussed, but, you know, it's it's the first step. These things are coming July 9th. And they okay. made a big point of writing a long blog post. Again, to continue the conversation and tr transparency with where the game's going. So we got. And is it so confirmed that it's at the start of the draft? Yes, and that was the big thing: is they announced putting it mid-draft, but based on feedback, they they put it at the start of the draft. So there were some changes and things taking player feedback into consideration. This being, I think, the biggest one. So okay, yeah. Well, here you go. Third yeah. band added to the draft. Sweet. We're also introducing both matchmaking rating or MMR and rank decay for inactive diamond, which is twenty days. Uh, master 15 days, Grandmaster 10 days. This is uh, important, of course, for Hero League players. 
Uh, we knew that was coming, but I don't know if we ever heard about the days, like how long the inactivity was. Yeah, so in the, the, the information is a little more specific and what players are affected are more specific. So if you're plat or lower, you don't have to worry about MMR or rank decay. Okay. So basically, plat is the uppermost casual ranking. <laughs> Everything after that, you better be logging in on a regular basis and playing your game. Okay. Well, that's good for me because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not any of that. So uh, you've leveled up to having a job. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it's like, and I've been there too. You can rank up to diamond and just squat there indefinitely, you know, until you have to do placements and then get placed back in the plat, which will happen to me. But you know, right. it's it, it can happen that people don't play for long periods of time and they come back to the game and they're not at the diamond level currently. And and so people who compete, it's important to them. All right. And I think that's no, I, think it, I think it looks good. Yeah. Uh, players who enter ranked play for the first time can no longer be seated in placement matches higher than gold five. Praise be, we say. Praise right? be. Yeah. Praise be. Praise be. Oh, are you watching There's that nothing worse than the guy who's you know, played 50 games and he's like higher ranked than you and it's just like going badly and you're getting, <laughs> he's high horsing you and it's just like, please don't, please stop, please stop. Yep. Well, as a so. diamond player, you look him up. He's got 10 games. They've been a very good 10 games. Yeah. Best games anyone ever had ever. And it, you know, it makes if you've placed high above there, it gives it value because everything is earned. And I think that I think that's important, even if it's just plat two. If you earn plat two, that means something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, players who return to Hero League after an extended break will no longer be reseeded in placements based on their performance and other modes. Example: You can't take a six-month break from ranked. Grind up to 90% win rate in unranked modes and have the placement system use that info to place you higher than you were. So, no. That was previously possible. You could just place, play the other modes, and then the next season place higher because your MMR from No Life in Genji uh, for six months has, has decided the game decides you're a better player than you actually are in rank. Right. And I mean, there's a level you can understand a level of logic to it if somebody says you know what ranked isn't where i want it to be i'm not going to play it but they continue to play in other modes they're in Mm. theory getting better at the game so maybe that is something to take into consideration but at the same time it's not one for one like the what you're the knowledge you're using and the skills you're using in uh unranked or quick match are definitely not the same as what you would take into hero league it does feel like one of those things though that a lot of players probably assumed the game wasn't doing and them saying we're no longer doing that is what informed that that it was possible to do does that make sense like yeah but i mean i think that was a thing like you could i mean you could five stack any way you want with all your friends in a ranked mode in an unranked mode and then have that you know boost up your mmr fine whatever but in the solo queue or in team league, like that needs to be adjusted because there's, you know, it's just unfair. I think it's a whole, it's a whole not, other. Not everyone's doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole other bag of potatoes in there, as the kids say, in 2018. Can't find a kid on the street not talking about bags of potatoes. Oh, every corner you go to, they're like, it's yeah. Snapchat. Uh, uh, what's the deal with Kanye and mm-hmm. and bag of potatoes? And top of the morning to you, sir. Can I trouble you for a penny so I can go pick up a bag of potatoes at the corner mart? See, look, you're a real, you're in it. You're in the with the with the I'm, kids. I'm down there with the people. Yeah. I'm mingling. You're with the youth. I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, matchmaking rules in ranked will enforce higher quality matches over reduced queue times. They've mentioned this before. 
Uh, this is only in ranked for now, but we'll be added a quick match and such down the road. I'm looking forward to it being kind of across the board because uh, I think Bo said this once, and maybe we can just address it again real quick. For some people, and for a lot of players, new and, and old, their main way of playing this game is to get in and play some quick matches and have three or four of those and have a good time and get out. That's what they're going to do on their average playtime, and they may do some other hardcore stuff later, but for now, just want to get in and play some games, and that's good. It would be nice if that kind of thinking was across the board, and it will be, but I kind of wish it was happening at the same time because qual- high quality, higher quality matches matter everywhere, not just ranks. No. So, yeah. yeah. Agree 100%. Yeah. I feel like we had a big talk about that, but. We did. I mean, we're it's almost like we're covering stuff that we would have talked about a few weeks ago. It's just these are the commitments to what's coming from that talk. Now. Yeah, they've locked it in. So these are not the end-all be-alls. They've got other stuff planned. Uh, performance-based ra- ra- uh, matchmaking is still part of the future roadmap. So you can expect more than this, uh, maybe even more than this by the 9th. We don't know, but this is the stuff they're absolutely committed to by the, uh, by July 9th, so that's good. And then that season starts on that day as well, so there you go. I think it's dangerous, though. Like, why can't some of this stuff go, put some of this stuff in in June, as an example, still have your delayed date for the start of, of the season, that's fine, but wouldn't it be better to put a bunch of this stuff in, get your real-world testing going, so that by the 9th you don't have any big surprises? This seems like you're coinciding these changes with the launch of a new season, it's just asking for, I don't know, it seems like you're just asking for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you once again, like when they launched performance-based matchmaking, you're setting a date where a bunch of stuff could go wrong, and then everybody blames the new stuff, even if it's not necessarily the new stuff's fault. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, people who are very competitive and in the rank scene can get a little fickle about their situation changing in the middle of a season as opposed to at the beginning of one. Right. I think this is limited because everything they introduce requires post launch work to fix. Mm. So if they launch everything, then it's a monumental task. Yeah. Just guessing though. Well, I mean, it's a video game. This is video games in general, right? It's not even like a hero's problem. Like game game devs have this problem no matter what they do or how they release things. Oh, did you guys hear that Battle Right game? And John and I played a bunch of it. Um, this is like a little arena fighter thing, kind of half MOBA, half like World of Warcraft arena style game. Fun, fun little game, cool game, has a pretty good following. They're doing some esports stuff. They announced a freaking Battle Royale version of that game. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I saw that. That's insane. I'm I they might have been listening. <laughs> were they listening to our show? We were like, just give me a hundred <laughs> junk rats and a <laughs> they're like that's a good idea yeah like yeah Yeah, they'll never do it we'll do it it seems nuts but i actually kind of am seriously interested in what that plays like so sure we have it right like aren't we gonna get grandfathered into all that because we supported them early yeah the early support gave you every hero and every content update in perpetuity yeah so i don't think and in fact as far as i know that battle royale system is to whoever has the game yeah i think the free-to-play people get it too just a new mode but um yeah we got to try that out because that's nuts and i know everyone's trying to get in on that but i'm genuinely curious about weird implementations that aren't shooters like um there's this mobile game where you're a viking and you run around throwing axes at people that's it 
So you get in, there's an ax in the ground, you yank it up, you run over to a dude, you kind of scoot around him, try to dodge his thing. Uh, you hold up a shield if you have one, you, that'll take a hit, and then you lose the shield, and then boom, right in his kisser, he's dead. And then it's the one last guy standing after 100 of you go at it. It's kind of awesome. It doesn't have to be first-person, third-person shooters. It can be these other things, and I think, I don't know, I'm not saying Blizzard needs to, I'm just saying, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind playing some. Blizzard... I'm holding out for 100 dodgeball players get dropped on an island with a lot of dodgeballs that's kind of what this axe thing is actually it's basically that made me think of it it's i'm holding out for an idea that i had two seconds ago (laughs) because you just pick them up in fact i kind of wish it was more themed the way you're describing it because it would be you know i don't need more axes and more stuff like that although it is kind of satisfyingly bloody but i'm into this stuff man i know everyone's doing a me too right now with the whole battle royale deal but keep it coming man Hunter Junk Rats Enter. They got our first movie based on this video game. <laughs> so just to bring it all back around. <laughs> Starring The Rock. <laughs> I'd watch that. I would put that in the screen and view it. I mean, we laugh, but apparently Rampage was good. That's what I heard. I heard it was terrible. Really? Did you oh, hear okay. it was good? I yeah. heard it was surprisingly likable. Really? Like, yeah. Like I the... mean, like, look, the bar was low and they past the low bar but you know that, that hot property rampage yeah. <laughs> like, like like what yeah gamers were just waiting man they were just waiting uh well all right then so there's that uh where was i oh let's talk about these reworks diablo and lunara yeah. big hero updates all right john you're a diablo man uh it seems crazy what he's doing now like his weird thing he's doing with his thunder fire stomp thing uh and being able to control kind of where that goes and stuff is super different than what i'm used to with him so why don't you explain what his changes are and why you may or may not like them so i am uh perhaps naively optimistic about it there is a part of me that feels like when you watch the Diablo video, they're showing you a lot of flashy things. And there's a skeptical part of my brain that when a company shows you a bunch of flashy things, I go, oh, I'm being tricked. This is the trick. They're showing me that Diablo is this mad powerhouse that can dash and shoot fire all over the place. Therefore, he must be awful now Mm. because they wouldn't be trying so hard otherwise. And I don't know if that's ultimately going to be true, uh, but they did change his big talent. I mean, basically what has made him such a powerhouse right now, and I can't remember the name of the talent off the top of my head if one of you wants to look at it or know. The percentage-based charge into walls? Yeah. Yeah, that was brought up in the AMA earlier today, too. Um, That's kind of the ability that's allowed him to be the crazy stomp hero that he has been as of late, because if you have a bunch of heavy, strong frontline tanks... He can just delete them. That's super good. It's a one thing gimmick. So I do appreciate them coming in and saying, let's see if we can make him better at multiple things. Uh, But with that gone, there's always the risk that, hey, we removed the one thing he was really good at. Did we give him enough to make him interesting outside of that? Or did we just kill the character? Right. So uh, I don't know. I have not tried new Diablo yet. the talent is called Devastating Charge. Mm. That's the one. And instead of doing percentage-based damage, it'll increase your collision damage by 100%. Uh, 
So it's just and, flat um, damage, though. I mean, it increases there's it. A, but... There's an inquest. There's a quest to increase it from 100 to 175 percent, basically. Right. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not percentage based damage, but they what they said in the AMA today is that they feel the damage is still there. It just looks different, but I mean, we'll see it in practice whether it feels like he's a house because there's some interesting stuff going on with them. The fire stomp is no longer in a flower; mm-hmm. it's in a cone. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it has some potential for burst. Like it, it does triple damage on its way back. So it's like this reverse shotgun effect. Like if you get all the pellets, you'll do a lot of damage to someone. It looks yeah. like, yeah, but they... as you said in the video, videos often make things look pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the videos they'll show, you know, on a shooter sleep dart and five people die from it. It's <laughs> you know, not always the most, uh, reliable, uh, source of information as far as how much damage does i mean oh. i think i so them saying like they feel the damage is still there the only reason i don't like that is it's not though it is for weaker characters but that's not where the damage was useful before the damage was useful against the big bruisers and tanks before with a lot of hp by just making it do more flat damage he now is more powerful against characters that he can hit that have fewer hit points, but he's not going to make the same kind of dent in a Cho'Gal or an ETC. Right. So, like, that, that's something that's, like, a big flashing, you know, uh-oh, uh-oh, I don't like this. Um, but something that I do find interesting is that a Shadow Charge has a movement speed increase um, after you charge, but you get your movement speed. So, you know, sometimes you charge and over try to overpower, but it, you just can't. They just move that one pixel away from your range to grab and you can't get them. Yeah. So having this baked in baseline means you will probably catch up and secure more overpowers. And I think the charge overpower charge is still a thing, right? That's still in here. It definitely looks like it. Um, It looks like he's going to be even more reset based because it looks like they're also adding a talent that resets his fire stomps as well. So I mean, okay. all that's cool. I think he's going to be a more fun hero to play. It's just the thing I'm not sure about is, will he be a more viable hero to play? Mm. Or just as viable mm. hero to play? Right. Uh, now, in, in comparison, the Lunara updates, how do you feel about those? They seem a little more subtle. They're not quite as in your face. It's a little more math. You know, Diablo, Diablo's got the big talent rework, but um, it's more for Lunara. It's like, it seems kind of targeted to specific things like making Wisp seem seem like a cooler thing to do mm. so it's going to have the movement speed baked in from level four it's going to have a reduced vision radius but then when you put it in the bush it'll actually have a 170 or sorry 75 percent increased radius yeah it keeps going it says up to 200 percent in the That's talent if you take the level one talent, yeah if you take the 75 talent. baseline 200 percent with sentinel wisp so it's got this overtime thing something they seem to like a lot lately i've noticed just with new heroes and and just other stuff, this idea that uh, you do a thing that almost has its own cooldown, if that makes sense, or, you know, has 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 to take time. I don't just mean wind-ups, but, like, plopping that wisp down, it's like, okay, a little bit of vision, a little more vision, a little more vision. That's, I don't know, that seems in line with a lot of the stuff they're doing, a lot of the tricks they're pulling lately, which is cool. I think that's a nice little addition. Yeah, for, yeah, for Lunar, it's really the wisp, and... You know, there's a few talents here or there that are changed. Um, 
but not in the same not to the same extent that diablo diablo is a real star of the rework here yeah like lunara players will probably be happy i think with everything that they've shown with the lunara changes mm-hmm. um because i mean the w i think you'll be able to have off cooldown more often yeah. uh, with certain talents like it just looks like they're just leading into making her a little more a little better more responsive to play i think there was a talent in there that lets you your move speed increase to 30 percent mm-hmm. if you haven't taken any damage or basic attacks in five seconds so now you can motor at proper mount speed around the map which is also good mm. and when um, she came out one of the key things about her kit was this idea of spreading your poison onto multiple targets and you know, it is definitely something you can do, but as far as whether or not it feels like an important thing you should work towards, mm-hmm. I'd say is a little debatable with her current kit. This feels like they're actually going to try to reward and encourage that a bit more, which is yeah. Good. So, so like at level thirteen, for example, on the spores casting it, well, these two enemy heroes are afflicted with the toxin, reduces its cooldown by three seconds. That's so significant. Yeah, and it's just good. It just means it'll be the slows are pretty can make pretty huge plays actually if you time them out correctly. And it's a long cooldown. I think it's ten seconds. Mm. So the three seconds off will make a difference. The other thing um, I was gonna say about the Diablo flame stomp, which I forgot to say before, they have they've not only like you said when the when the flames go out they do their damage. When they come back, it's three times the damage if you can hit somebody again. They are showing that with uh, a visual. So when they go out. They're just like regular flame, and then they stop and go and like flame up and get like all purpley and and white in the middle, like they're more powerful. And then they come back. I like when they do visual stuff like that to to sort of approximate what you're getting out of it, so they are more powerful on the way back. Speaking of cool visuals too, and I don't think this went um, super noticed, but lightning breath is getting a range increase. It's already a huge increase. Plus, you're unstoppable, mm. um, so it's going from ten point five to twelve. But also, it's going to slow enemies by 5% for every two seconds. Oh, man. Up to a max. Or no. Yeah, enemies hit by 5% for two seconds, up to a maximum of 50%. Wow. So I'm not sure if that's over each tick. Oh, yeah, each tick. Okay. I'm not sure what the rate of ticks are. Let's say once per second. And it's a pretty long duration. Like, that's it could be in a big team fight. Because right now, Apocalypse is the right thing to pick most of the time. Um, But this has huge implications for f- just freezing out uh, scrum with the breath and because you're unstoppable it's an alt that can't be canceled or, or really countered um at all and cleanses like out of the game <laughs> like how you know this could potentially be pretty huge um so i'm actually kind of excited for the lightning breath and just making it bigger is it's the, one of the coolest looking ultimates in the game still yeah so i'm into it i'm into that one as well that's cool uh well there you go big changes coming to diablo some changes coming to lunara they're on the ptr now and likely on the public realm next week uh there's also a huge balance update we're just going to talk about some highlights if you want to read the patch notes and get all the details you certainly can uh these came out on the ninth uh there are some kalthos changes had a bunch here are the highlights level 16 new talent call it ignite this affects his q flame strikes that hit enemies uh now afflict them with living bomb just heroes not not minions only one living bomb can be applied per flame strike cast so whoops so if you're in a group of uh i don't know four of the opposing team and you get them all in a flame strike one of them i assume randomly will walk out of there with a living bomb and potentially spread it if he doesn't get away from his friends yeah it's like an extra living bomb so you still have your living bomb 
potentially two with a free cast. But if you hit someone, it's just another living bomb. <laughs> it's just more living bombs, and it's really cool. If I went back, hit... if, if, if I went back two years, Bo, and said to you, "Hey, guess what? I hear they're going to give Kalefoss an extra living bomb," you would have laughed at me. Like this would have been yeah. ridiculous. This is a weird. This is out of left field and well, not expected. I'd yep. say it depends on how far back because he's actually had this talent before. Oh, he has. Yeah, he did. Oh, I don't remember Ooh. that. When was yeah. that? When was this? In fact, it got removed because it's what made him ridiculously overpowered in the past. <laughs> uh, because it applied living bomb, I believe, to everybody that was caught in it. Oh. And if they already had living bomb, it detonated which would then cause it to spread because if it spreads and they already have a bomb, it detonates the bomb. Oh, right. Yeah. That see, that's what's out is if living, living bomb can't spread. It used to, if you had a living bomb and your neighbor had a living bomb and yours explode, the exploded first onto your friend, it would trigger the damage, the, the the end of damage explosion Mm -hmm. and give him a new one. But now if somebody has one, it won't stack anymore. Mm. They'll, it'll just ignore it. It'll, so, so there's like a limited um, viability to it, I suppose. Like it's sort of contained the virus. Um, mm. But there is a level twenty that lets them spread indefinitely. So, I mean, because also the way it works is, I don't think you can be hit by the same living bomb stack as well. Mm. If that makes any sense. Sure. Yeah. So, so it is different. So maybe that this this is less of an issue now than before. But. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember. I mean, how how many years ago was that? This I, I was like history. This was like <laughs> the first major change for Kalefoss. Like I think it yeah. got identified pretty quick because it's what the I don't know if you remember the old strategy where you would throw it on lane minions. Yeah, and yeah you, as soon as a hero walked into it, you, you would throw a second one on it. <laughs> yes, and then it would just it would explode for every minion that was in the cluster. It would explode. And it was an insane amount of damage. So it was, uh, it was that. It was like one of his first major changes back when he first got put in the game. Okay. Yeah. If well, I remember back, that then. correctly. Yeah. It's back. Yeah. I actually haven't played with it yet, and I played a Kael'thas game. But I still like Flame Strike explodes twice because there's always that one guy who doesn't on the enemy team who doesn't pay attention to talents, and you throw at the queue, and they dodge it, and they feel proud of themselves, and they walk into the second one, and it's like yes. <laughs> so it's. it's it's pretty good talent. It sounds like fun wow. to to try them out. Maybe we'll have to see how it is. Level twenty presence of mind uh, is changed. New functionality: heroes who are hit by flame strike or have living bomb spread to them reduce the cooldown of pyro blast by ten seconds. So you're getting a benefit to your to one. Just of your excited about this one because you know I'm a pyro blast taker and I earn the ire of some people when I do things like that. Overall, I do pretty well with it. But yeah. level twenty sucked. Yeah, it was always uh, take the extended range on the flame strike. So this, I found this really interesting because I think if I can, you know, shoot pyro blasts really quickly and have that cooldown be super reduced. Oh yay, they blocked it with ice block. Well, I've got another pyro. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if this 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 can be a thing or not. Sure, I like changes that um change things like level twenty has terrible choices. I hate that in any character. Like, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I can't stand the ones where you get to 20 or just like, well, I guess I'm thinking, like, I hate that. So it's, it's always like um, Storm Shield for me. I'm like, Storm Shield's good, but I'm like, it's Storm Shield. That's bo- <laughs> boring. <laughs> it's like, 
Like, yeah, you got some white stuff on your health right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to wipe it's that off. For funny. Uh, it's really powerful. Anna got some changes. Uh, the highlight is her shrike, her, her trait. The thing she has is her trait. Now heals Anna for a dose of damage dealt to all enemies rather than only the damage dealt to heroes. So yes. a little more self-heal for your favorite healer there. Bo. I've played her in a few quick match games and she feels super powerful. And in fact, John played in one where I swear to God, his Raider was like on the brink of death for like 20 seconds straight a lot of the time. And I was able to keep keep it up post like 16. She's a monster with healing. And here's another little note too. They took that talent I kept having to take at level one detachable mach- uh, machine box. Mm-hmm. No, detachable ammo box, something like that. It's mm. a detachable. And and its first quest reward gave an extra 50% of dose damage. And I always want to live the DPS dream on Ana whenever I play her. They just took that part out. That tempting, like, it's like, oh, Bo can't help but pick this. And we know it's, let's get rid of it. And now I, now I take good talent at level one. And it's helpful because I'm not, like, tempted by any damage-oriented stuff. And having the dose heal on everything just means she is feeling more survivable. Like if I get low, it used to be, well, I'm low, I back or I just tempt fate. But now I can just shoot minions and stuff. And it's really, really good. Yeah. I like the idea spot. that Bo is most excited about changes when they are saving him from himself. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's I, I can't help it. I picked the wrong talent every time and they just they saved me. It was so. honestly my favorite change of this patch was, was actually let me play Ana correctly. Well, it's, crazy. it's, it's funny because I mean, it's like having a doctor who can't prescribe like he can prescribe antibiotics to everybody and save the whole clinic. But when he gets the flu, they don't work on him. That's how she was before some of these changes. Just yeah. completely ridiculous how that works. Freaking turn exactly. that gun around and fire it in your own face and heal up, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Um, all right. Let's talk about Gul'dan. I don't know what to make of any of this because I don't play him. So who wants to take the Gul'dan? Bo, you want to talk about him? We can just cover really quickly because there's a few interesting changes here. And basically, it's like uh, they took two talents at level one and Push them together to make one talent. Yeah, um, which is really great. Uh, it's Glyph of Drain Life and Chaotic Energy, and I find I take Drain Life quite a bit. But Chaotic Energy, I believe, is the mana cooldown reduction one, which I'm always super tempted by, but never actually end up taking. Yeah, that's the one. You it reduces all mana costs, and as you know, as we know, um, uh, Gul'dan like his, his stuff is artific his mana costs are artificially inflated because of his life tap you know dynamic yeah uh, which you hate which i hate it were you guys talking about the instance that it's out of warcraft now or somewhere I think? Uh, warlocks don't life tap anymore they can but i think there's a build now i forget wasn't there something i thought, I thought john, you guys are john you might remember this but there was something going on with work or with oh what was that I'm leveling a warlock right now, and I've got it, but I don't need it. I think it's in for but... NBFA. It's not in. It's oh. not in the game right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a it's a battle for Azeroth thing, but it's it's like some one of the three builds or something is one without life tap at all, uh, or, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, which is like I'm like, hmm, we can we revisit Gul'dan on this front? Yeah, um, but because his stuff is artificially expensive. If you actually hover over the mana cost, it's like. 90 mana this the same ability on like jane is like 50 or something you know so it's, it's a little weird yeah um but anyways that's uh, a quick aside the other cool thing is that uh drain life the drain life build is actually a lot of fun putting that laser around everywhere 
And so he has a talented four that also, while it's active, in addition to what it does, um, is it re- reduces the cooldown by 100%. Or Whoa. It, it reduces, it charges 100% faster while you're using it, which seems fun. And, yeah. Um, so if you get stunned out of it, then it, it's not good. So it gives it some counterplay, but I really like that talent. Nice. And um, the last thing I thought was cool was Curse of Exhaustion at level 7, which was added. This actually makes it so that if you hit somebody with corruption, that's the three purple circles, uh, then you cast Drain Life on them, you get increased damage and it slows the target. It's kind of like that Stukov combo you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, the one with hand, uh, you booger, you booger them and then you hand them and you root them for a really long time, it's like mm-hmm. 2.5 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a really strong talent because you're silenced and you're rooted. And I'm, when it happens to me, I'm like, ah! But it's kind of fun combo play that they put in a Stukov. So they're putting that into Gul'dan, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I'm I don't like your use of booger as a verb. <laughs> it's a booger. It's a booger. He's got a healing booger and he's got a, a, a pus booger. Pus booger. A damage booger. A damage booger. Yeah, there you go. No, I, I understand <laughs> the words. I don't appreciate it as a verb. You just don't like it as a it verb. Like a Canadian? Is there? A... No, no, he just no, means like if you've been boogered. Booger. Yeah, if you booger yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I gotta go booger. Yeah, I think the, it's a, the British say like booger off, right? That's yeah, no, but no bugger off. Booger off. <laughs> I think that's bugger off, oh, which right. I think is even worse thing, but I don't actually know. They I'm... indicate it with their skeletal arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should, man. Have you baited ever baited Terpster to try to say skeletal or find out? No, but I should. <laughs> we should make that a secret a secret mission on the next instance. He might be there sa- Friday. Maybe I can get squeeze Friday that out of him. him to can say, you like... read this ability from Heroes of the Storm? It'll be like the time we used to call a coworker of mine. We'd just call him. We were at a different building. We'd call him up on the phone and just say, hey, what month is it? Because we liked the way he said February. <laughs> Wait, how do we? How would he say it? February. <laughs> <laughs> February. Uh, I like it. Uh, Hanzo is a butthole. Let's talk about him. Basic attack range reduced from 7.5 to 6.5, which means he has the exact same attack range as Rainer. Really? Yeah. Um, this was much, yeah. Uh, this was asked for. Uh, people were complaining about his attack range. Again, it still makes Raynor's trait, which is that he has extra sight vision and extra attack range, seem dumb. But confirmation, I think, in the AMA that he's getting a new trait in the future. So uh, we know for sure. Uh, yeah. And then his jump is a little, it's, he won't be able to jump quite as far. It's still really far. Yeah. It's reduced yeah. from 10 to 9. I don't think that's much of a reduction, but. Uh, no, he's still annoying. He still shoots you from far away. And when you fight back, he goes, But what if I was over here? <laughs> I'm out. He's, he's gone. <laughs> you just don't see him again for a while. Yeah. This is all true. Uh, Tracer got recall. Destination is now visible to enemies, so they will know where that's going to be. I don't yeah, like, it's like false sense flight. Don't like yeah, that at all. Like shoot your abilities here. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't understand why that's got to happen with her. That doesn't make sense to me. What are they trying to do, accomplish? Do the it's hard a, work is... that the rest of us had to do. This is like when a dungeon in WoW gets made into easy mode. Mm. This, like, is, this, no. is, this is this is part uh, of the slow little ticks of nerfing they're doing to address mobility creep oh. which you know uh, we had a 
pretty big complaint fest. I think we we played against a team. Was it last night even, John? Yeah. Every hero, it was a quick match game, but we had no mobility heroes, and they had all the mobility heroes. (laughs) So you'd be in a lane, and there'd be nobody in there, and you were kind of safe. And then, blink, 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 blink. It was like, this isn't fun. This is stupid, even for quick matches. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't like matches like that. Need those higher quality matches, slower queue times going there. Yeah. Uh, what else here? Oh, some other minor changes. Phoenix damage and mobility nerfs. I've heard about the Stukov thing. Nerfs to healing, mana efficiency, and cooldowns. He's the top. Weird. He's he's perceived as the top hero in the AMA today. He's actually the lowest win, win rate according to the heroes devs. Then why are they changing him if he sucks? <laughs> Like it's a good point. This is post patch, so they changed it, and then his win rate went down. Great, the numbers were not previous. So. They do this to me every and it's, time. It's not down. It was like forty eight percent or something. It's not that bad. People oh. play Genji all the time, and his win rate is sub fifty. If you're good at a hero, that number doesn't matter as much. You've got to adjust it for your play. I know. It's not they... a win rate under fifty doesn't always mean this hero's bad. It I means know. a lot of people who suck at the hero. <laughs> it can mean that too that you know if somebody like like garrosh is super popular in a big boogeyman and i looked up his rate on a particular map but it was so 50 percent i'm like why are we so scared of garrosh he doesn't win most of the time right but good yeah. players can make it sing but so. like one of the reasons i really like stukov like really like him is it's not true in the first a little bit of the match but mid and late game he is very mana efficient and i really yeah. like that do you take the mana reduction talent? I think it's is it one good spread. Which I one is it? can't remember. I'll look it up. I don't think um, I even do. I think I think that's what I like about it is I don't feel forced to. Now I'm going to feel forced to take that talent. It's gonna yeah, it's one me. good spread. So one good spread would restore 30 mana if certain condition. If it spreads to two other heroes, I think. Yeah, but it that's... Refunds. So now instead of refunding 30 mana, it re- refunds 10. Right. That's so, that's a significant change. Yeah, I have I have two things on this. Also, nerf uh, to healing. He did not need a nerf to healing. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead, the healing John. numbers are down. The first thing is one good spread sounds like a bathroom cleanliness action. The <laughs> yeah. second thing, not what I would have said. <laughs> I think they allude to the fact that he's going to get additional changes coming up soon. Yeah, and it sounded like maybe in the buffs area or maybe in in the the changes type area i think in the ama i think they alluded to it being kind of like something that they did with ariel Mm. maybe i don't know i don't like now i can't remember i read it a few hours ago so i've completely forgot so bring ariel had her her uh, some damage like she generates more hope from her self damage from five to ten percent or something like that so they're gonna bring me low and then pump me back up that's what you're saying yeah I still don't yeah. like it. Bugs me. It's come. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But my favorite healer is just about to enter a freaking Kerazim zone here. If they're not careful, just just Man, don't. Kerazim is Kerazim's good. Uh, I, I really. I, every time you say he's, he's in that zone for you, but I still like him. I gotta get We're back. Still, still seeing. We had time. a Kerazim healer for a few of our games last night. It went all right. Yeah. You got to get used to it. It's not the consistent heal that you you can find yourself expecting, but I, I think it went okay. Yeah, yeah. got I mean, got to go palm. Right now, that I'm liking the insight, like an insight, earther as spirit ally, and then you take the fart move speed, go palm, unless you really can use seven sided, 
and take um this is where it's important fists of fury at 13 don't take the just you want as much uptime on deadly reach and then double fart double fart changes the game at 16 double farts really good right now really um with insight build with the cooldown reduction yeah if you're getting if, if you're in you know it's not every single match but if you know you're getting enough of your punches in i'm farting before the second fart comes off so it's like just like fartception and <laughs> <laughs> i'm not done the first part the second part's pushing its way through and it's great so fartception i love it other changes to Deckard, Tychus, Thrall, Medivh, Maev, Lili, uh, Morales, Malfurion, Garage, Sonya, and Ariel all experience some changes, which you can find at heroesofthestorm.com in the patch notes. Okay, highlights from the Reddit Q&A that happened today. Uh, oh, gosh. Did you hear? Did you uh, listen to this whole thing or I guess watch it? I went it. through all the comments and just picked out the stuff that because there's a lot of great stuff you should go read it for yourself uh, you know we're not going to cover it word for word but a lot of it's like oh tell me how you do the hero development process and you know it's, so i just picked it up for newsworthy or just interesting things in here so sure um but yeah i read i read them all before the show. let's talk about roles and tags they say they're in the works examples roles yeah. currently being considered are tanks bruisers melee assassins ranged assassins support and healers uh, tags would further refine specific categories. Multi-class would be removed as a category in the future. Not happy with that, are they? Well, they just don't. It's, I think with the multi-class tag and Varian only being in it, there's a lot of conversation like, who will the next multi-class hero be? And Captain Adab and company are like, whoa, slow down. Slow down, mm. as Chen says. Um, so is it chen, chen or is it just a, or is it might it's be just generic like pandarians slow that, down yeah, um yeah. Panda. <laughs> but but yeah so there's you know it just means you were never it, it was like a talent experiment they said on varian and it doesn't sound like there's going to be another multi-class hero uh you know doesn't mean there won't be cool heroes but there won't be like they won't get launched as multi-class right and varian won't be called a multi-class hero Oh, he won't be called that. What will we call him? He'll still him? have like a tanking build. Like he'll get tags. So if you think of tags like the way in Steam works, where it's like there's genres that they oh. pick and you can shop from, but then it's like Metroidvania as a tag or, you know. Right. A game, game can be that, mainly an RPG. A game that makes fun of Gabe Newell because that's like right. a whole tag. A game, a game can be like almost all RPG, but there's RTS elements, there's roguelike elements. So they put those other tags in there. I get exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. So there's going to be a tag, a role system, and a tag, and a tag system. So right. his, for example, Twin Blade Varian might be listed as Bruiser incorrect, or he could be listed Tank with the tag correct next to it. To help people that are confused by this, <laughs> this is an attempt to insult Twin Blades. I, just, I, think, <laughs> I think maybe the tag you're looking for is is maybe gar his tag was garbage. <laughs> it's, it's like you know, Varian is a, a tank or bruiser, or is rolls or tank or bruiser, and then tags are garbage. <laughs> Let, let's whatever. keep it positive, Bo. Hot garbage. Hot and garbage. Are they two tags now, or one tag? We're hot having a laugh, but I think that Twin Blades is pretty, pretty, pretty good. I was going to say dang good, but dang is TBK's thing. I don't want to take his thing. No, it's that it's so. it's not that it's not good. I think John's thing has always been that it's the wrong choice. <laughs> 
because beca- <laughs> not because it's, it's bad, but because it's bad for winning. Yeah, let's clarify. I love Twin Blade build. I think it's fun. I think it plays well. I think it's cool. But when we play with certain people and they decide, okay, well, we don't have a tank and I'm going to go Twin Blade and just Merc Camp all game and we lose. And my one thought is, boy, we probably wouldn't have lost if I had felt like we had a tank for any of those encounters we had. <laughs> that's where my dislike for Twin Blades comes in. Yeah. It's just that scenario. Sure. It's not that it in, in and of itself is bad. Right. Yeah. And, and the good news is because he picks it earlier, you get to be disappointed for more time. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's like cats. I don't dislike cats, but the people who own them have ruined them. Mm. <laughs> what yeah there you go <laughs> all people all people who've ruined them no the people that come up and they're like you want to see my fur baby <laughs> okay. okay i'll allow it uh, hey someone in the chat recommend in the show bot the title want to see my fur baby you put that in there please yeah i think we're gonna lose a whole bunch of uh listeners here and fans it's just like oh that's it you brought cats into it you're done good, good luck uh show like i made it very specific the only people that are going to be offended are the fur baby people and look you didn't want them on your side anyway <coughs> they're a small fractured group it's fine you know what yeah. i like cats cats are great no cats are fine except they fart a lot mine does and i'm pissed at it really <laughs> oh my gosh my cat won't stop farting it's, and I know people are like, well, it's the food you're giving him. I've tried multiple different foods. All of them claim to be, oh, these are better on gassy cats. So you get our gassy cat free deal. And all of them make this cat fart. It doesn't matter. So he'll come up. He'll be purring, nestling up next to me. He'll push up against the book I'm reading or whatever. And he'll go that direction and then just freaking crop dust the room. <laughs> Can you pour Pepto-Dismal in his... Uh... Cat bowl? Dismal. Whatever. Pepto-Dismal. That's uh, I was confusing it with the World of Warcraft item. <laughs> Bo thinks it summons pink demons. Pepto-Abysmal. Yeah, Pepto-Abysmal. Actually, I kind of feel that way about it. I don't like taking it. Tastes like really yeah, bad. Can, can't you mix it in with their food and maybe that helps? Or yeah. cat, cat Pepto-Abysmal? Is there such a thing? Can I get pap, cat Pepto Dismal? Cat, cat Pepto Dismal is hard to say. Hold on, cat Pepto. Oh, what? Pepto Dismal for cat. Apparently, you're not the only one with a farting cat. Yeah, is Pepto Bismol okay for my cat? Does it work for cats? Do you go to fartingcats.com? Where is it? Oh, here it is. A few weeks ago, a client emergency clinic I worked for mentioned she frequently gave her cat Pepto to prevent gastrointestinal upset. Uh, this cause, oh, yeah, no, you can give it to them and they don't, they don't die. It's not toxic to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all excited. I'm getting excited because it's the worst, most toxic farts you have ever. Imagine if you could be down right next to the stitches when he does his ultimate, the, the poopy one. And you could just wallow in that green goo. That's what this is like every time the cat farts. It's awful. Farting cats is the does, best Google search I've ever entered. Does the cat acknowledge that they did it? Because we we had a dog who, if they farted, they would just keep laying there. But if somebody reacted to it, they would turn, look ashamed, and walk out of the room. 
This cat doesn't care. Okay. He just goes and and stays there. He thinks he's still going to get petted and stuff. I'm like, I want to kill you now. I want to murder you after that. I feel I have to add to this too. In the top results of farting cats, is a, is an MMO champion forum thread. <laughs> 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 just like really, like everything's like cat world and pop culture, and then there's an MMO champion thread. Wow. Why? I don't know. Thing. I guess like Warcraft. Maybe this is maybe it's because you play World of Warcraft and on a cat. It might be an intersection of yeah. a confluence. Well, that's what I'm, my cat. Tags. My cat is leaving <laughs> a confluence every time he walks past me, and I hate it. Uh, what else? Oh, performance-based match. They say, oh yeah, we talked about that. They say it's coming. Uh, so it's still yep. on the way. Likely introduced uh, at first without repercussions to actual MMR, uh, so they can test it and all that. Uh, they're aware that mobility creep is a potential issue for the community and using targeted uh, mobility nerfs to help combat their all or nothing counterplay. That seems prudent. Because mm -hmm. there is a lot of mobility creep right now, don't you think? Definitely. Yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of movement based uh, trickery going on. Yeah. Um, Screw those it's guys. cool and fun, but also too much of it is not fun. Right. Maybe just make everybody super mobile. How about that? What if this game just had every character could move around real good? I uh, guess so. Everybody it's... in rock and roll race cars confirmed. <laughs> oh, good. Wait, rock and roll race cars? Yeah, they did. Uh, they didn't Blizzard make rock and roll racers? Rock racing, and roll racing. Rock and roll, yeah. That's what threw me off, as you said, rock and roll race cars. I thought that was. Well, yeah, that's what they're in. They're, I call them rock and roll race cars. Oh, because they're cars that they're in. Right? Well, because I need to identify the game they're from. Are you sure in that they, game they, those cars weren't sentient and actual the characters unto themselves, or were they people in them? Like the cars from the movie Cars? Yeah. I would like to believe that they <laughs> are both. Perfect. Like Knight Rider. Right. That's the one. Uh, Asmodan, slated for a talent rework in the next few months. Taste for Blood is becoming Asmodan's baseline quest. Ooh. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. Uh, Heroes 2, uh, 2.0 rather, sort of waylaid the gold and gem cost reduction of older heroes, but they plan to start discounting them again, so that's cool. Like to get some cheap deals on that stuff. Varying Colossus Smash and Twin Blades to get health buffs in the future. Taunt has highest pick, pick and win rate. Seems, Weird. Seems to support John's uh, suggestion that that is perhaps the way to go, is to taunt. Weird that you win when you pick taunt variant. That's strange to me. Weird. I mean, unless you're in a group where you're like, pick a tank and then also somebody can be Twin Blades variant. Like, I get that, right? That works. You could do that. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about here. It's not what people do. They asked a question about Rainer. Developer Brett Cooper says, I gave him a trait. Some, uh, seems to imply he will be getting one. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, that was my favorite response. <laughs> it was like, what's going on with Rainer? And then one of the devs is like, I gave him a trait. And that's all, he's, that's all the post is. And I was like, Okay, that's that's an acknowledgement that his trait will change in the future, and we can stop complaining. His trait sucks because it's coming. Well, the next thing I'm really happy coming. to I'm happy to hear this next one because I agree with the, I am I am basically the dev team on this one. It says here dev team doesn't have a plan for the three Vikings or the lost Vikings, but they have confirmed they definitely don't like how they have become XP soak bots. The part I agree with is dev team doesn't have a plan for Vikings. Neither do I. They suck. They're terrible little uh, weirdos. Get rid of them. Take them out of the game. They're dumb. 
I like Vikings. So uh, I was, I'm not with you there. I was looking for it a fight. Sounds... Give me a give me a give me an argument though, Bo. I don't actually hate them, but give me an argument why people shouldn't. I mean, if you if you just find their like voices and stuff irritating, I think that's the. <laughs> I think I think that's the design intention, so it's working. Um, you know, who wants to play? Who wants to listen to a guy go? I know I like lasagna. Let me go fight the hero. Like you know, it's <laughs> you know. I can definitely see that irritating some people. Right. Um, so you'll get no argument. But I, it's cool that there's three little units that you got to manage. I like these. I like these niche, you know, takes more work, but it's fun to play heroes. Vikings are Vikings are cool. But why, why Swedish not, guys? It's not fun for my role to be like, the four of you go do stuff and let me just kill minions here and try not to die to Zeratul. You know, like that's. Why do these Swedish, uh, maybe not Swedish, but whatever they are, these Scandinavian guys have a thing for lasagna that makes no sense to me? I just think it's because he's the fat one. <laughs> I just, I don't think it matters what type of food it is. It's like, okay, we got a skinny one. Yeah. He likes to look cool. We got a, a strong one. And then we got a, the fat guy. What a fat guy like. How they like food. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. He's yeah. like, I want the uh, casserole and uh panini. They were created <laughs> in a more innocent time, Scott. Yeah. Oh. I guess so. It just seems like <laughs> the last thing a Viking would eat is something Italy has. I don't know why. They'd rather they conquer them. Italy in this universe. I think I think he's got some Garfield shades of Garfield going on. In this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy. not grumpy, but in every other way. Mar uh, Mario does this in Mario 64. If you leave him sitting, he'll fall asleep and he'll have dreams. And he goes, he goes, ah, lasagna. Ah, like that. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah. I hate that. I do too. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, it, it's decidedly not weird for Nintendo, who's usually pretty good at just making, you know, taking your drug fueled dream and turning it into a video game. Yeah. I mean, um, I've I, always I assume wanted he'd like you know a deer meat or something. It'd be something just weird and not <laughs> like because that's Nintendo. It's weird. Venison. I've always wanted actual plumber Mario. Like I don't want this. Like it's a me. I just want like yeah. My name's Mario. I'm gonna jump on a Goomba. <laughs> but before I do, I'm fixing your pipes and you're gonna pay through the nose like that. That'd be great. Mario, this Nintendo at its best. All right, Peach, I'll get to you when I get to you. I got a whole lot of castles I gotta go through. Yeah, the, I'm sorry, uh, Peach is in the other castle. Well, shit, that's what he'd say. These pipes don't make any sense. This one goes underwater for some reason. <laughs> I'm with fish that can kill me. Oi. We should we should find a video and just have you do replace the VO. Oh, that'd be great, dude. Hey, yeah. everybody, it's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, should, we got a new channel ready to go. Let's get this make. Let's let's make it jumping. happen. Jumping, yeah. Woo! Oh, my back. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, a brilliant. That's, that's a brilliant that's idea. Mario, I want. That's a brilliant idea. I love it. I love it. That's really good. And maybe you can you be that character now, and there will be dungeons. <laughs> Every time I do a voice on a show now, people are like. If Stanley dies, that's your new character. Yeah, that's your you're new now, guy. You're now Mario. You're you're a plumber in a Mad Max world. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm going to do a perception check to see if I see anything. <laughs> <laughs> but Bo's going to be tempted to kill Stanley, so you're forced to do it. That's what he's going to do. You have to re -roll. No, John, John, wouldn't, John wouldn't play this Mario character. I, may, I better never die after what I had to do last week. <laughs> I was hoping you would die where you were, because... <sighs> 
the week prior, Bo was like, players can die. I just hope it's a nice, glorious death. And when you were in there, I thought, what if this is where Scott? <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing he didn't he didn't shift his weight or something like that. That could have happened. I just I <laughs> thought it was the one, so the one regret I have is that the blast from what you got hit with didn't push you into the wall. I think that I think it would have been a torrent of enough liquid <laughs> to his, knock you back. His pee? Yeah. I wanted him to just get pulled <laughs> into a fold. <laughs> The reason we're not being specific, listeners, is because A, it's gross. B, listen to the show. There will be dungeons. Yeah, there will be dungeons every weekend on uh, frogpants.tv at 2. Uh, oh, hold on. Sorry. 3 3.30 p.m. my time, which is uh, Mountain Time, or 2.30 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific. So check that out. Also, a reminder uh, that uh, the Heroes Charity Brawl 2018 is coming right at you, right in your face, right in your eyeballs. On June 2nd at 2 p.m. Pacific. That's a Saturday also. So, uh, you know, you're lots of you're off work and that sort of thing. And we're uh, doing a cheer, uh, cheer, <laughs> Cheerios, Heroes Charity Brawl, uh, like we have in years past. This is what, third year? Third year. Yeah, third year doing this. Yeah. We want Raising to... money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's right. It's at uh, GoFundMe.com slash Heroes Charity Brawl 2018. Uh, that link is not to earn money to have the event. It's to donate to the event does that make sense so just yep. want, so people understand it's not like uh if we get to a certain goal we'll have the event it's not like that we're having yeah, the no. event this is the way but, you can donate but people have already started donating and let's get, i want to give these early birds a shout out especially jason hobson who put a great photo of himself in the comments <laughs> too which i really liked um you know this garibaldi guy josh Klimek, mr puma leanne cole for 50 bucks we just announced the damn thing and we're already 120 dollars down the road yeah super super nice that's awesome and yeah so we do this every year we just like to get together play heroes and you know it's a tax write-off when you donate right in the states that works for you guys Yeah, totally works for us yeah so you know you can toss a little money a good way to support a good event and um, we're gonna have uh into the nexus people and lords of the storm people and we have heroes forge this year and um i believe we're okay to say that jules is going to be joining us as well oh my gosh two are we gonna have two team are we gonna have two girls in our that's right wow that's, right. that's fantastic yeah. let's but we are diversifying man that's a great jules is a, a good player too so i'm excited to have her there uh Kristen, of course and the heroes forge folks it's gonna be great it's gonna be a blast that's uh, the Heroes Charity Brawl right now at GoFundMe.com slash Heroes Charity Brawl 2018. And I'll link it on the core site. I forgot to do that. I'll do that today. And, and don't previous years we use HeroesCharityBrawl.com. If you happen to go there, you can't donate there. There's a link there, too, mm. to take us to the right page. Just don't donate to past year's pages or anything. No, if you do that. 2018 when you want. I mean, they are, they are not able to. But if you get there and you can't donate. Make sure it's the 2018 and not 2017. Yeah, and if you can't, don't go. Oh, I guess it's over and leave. Know that you can still go to the 2018. Is basically what That's we're saying. Right. GoFundMe.com/slash/HeroesCharityBrawl2018. Couple quick emails here from the listeners. They sent their emails into core at heroesforyou.com, and so should you. Core at heroesforyou.com. If it's easier, if you go to heroesforyou.com, you can just click on the little contact link up top and it'll do the same thing, but whatever you're more comfortable with. We are happy to take them. Marty wrote in and says, Hi, guys. When Nazebo throws the jars of spiders, they only show up when an enemy is hit. Where do the spiders go? Is it like Schrodinger's cat or something? 
Is the jar just full of dead spiders sometimes? Zagara's infested drop always spawns roachlings. This really bugs me. Do you guys have similar gripes that aren't really a big deal? Marty. Marty. <laughs> Marty. Marty. It's your kids, Marty. So uh, let's uh, discuss that for a minute. It is annoying to me. Um, I kind of wish if it missed, the spiders would just flop out dead on their backs or something. Just just show me some spiders, you know? Yeah, I think this is fair criticism. I think this should be fixed. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? The roachlings have their say. Let the spiderlings have their way. That's that's Next. my They're that's only Schrodinger spiders if <laughs> they're both in and not in the jar. And we don't know. So we have to consider it both empty and both there. Once the jar is broken and revealed, we have information. Yeah, this isn't Schrodinger's, no Schrodinger's spiders is wrong. It should be what's the thing where it never existed something's cat not cat but something schrodinger's cat and it's like you put a cat in a box right but is it is it there or not there and so once the box is closed and i'm probably getting this wrong you are for but that's quantum funny. mechanics it's considered <laughs> both it's both in the box and not in the box because you don't have the information that is not correct and we'll generate emails but it's fine it's close enough it got the idea yeah. i like to believe that wait do you know quantum mechanics no but i know <laughs> apparently a little more about schrodinger's cat than you did you google it while i tried without google is that no it? i googled it a long time ago because i had a friend who used to talk about it like i knew what it was and i didn't know what it was so i uh -oh. went home and looked it up so what is it so john what's the definition i do not want to go down the rabbit hole right now it's basically it has to do with whether the cat is alive or dead it gets we're not going down a rabbit hole. It, yeah, okay, let's go down Schrodinger's Let's hole. say that Nazebo <laughs> has jars that have spiders in it and jars that don't have spiders in it, and it turns out he's like Domino from Marvel, and he's just very lucky. So if he hits somebody with it, coincidentally, it always happens to have spiders. And if he misses, coincidentally, it never does. Right. So he never wastes a spider. <laughs> so, he, so you're saying he has jar, empty jars and then jars with spiders, but he never yeah. knows which one he's throwing. Right. He's if he hits it, then lucky. he's just lucky that it's always a coincidence that it's one of the ones with spiders in it that he threw. Yeah. That's right. And then he, he, he he's like, oh, because he's so surprised. <laughs> yeah, that's, why that's why he's screaming because he's like surprised at his luck all the time. He's just like, oh my God, I can't believe the way the universe works. I think they're MacGuffin spiders, is what I would refer to them as. They should be in there and they're not. They, they're <laughs> Let there. me ask you, what bugs you more? That when it hits the ground, there are no spiders in it, or the idea that he's so lucky? That it's coincidentally always ones with spiders in it, but that's what I still say. It, I like our new explanation. Uh, right. I, really? I don't know. It yep. bugs me that he's, it would be that. It's a very lucky Nazebo. The translation at the bottom was, "I don't believe it again." White <laughs> <laughs> text. It says, "I don't believe." I don't believe it again. Changed. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> well done, Marty. Uh, next up, we got BJ. Uh, he says, I've been a long-time Blizzard player, and for some reason in my mid-30s, I wanted to finally check out Heroes of the Storm. I started watching HGC, and it looks great. Looked for some podcasts, stumbled across you guys. Good stuff. Anyway, I'm looking for opinions on how a noob player would fare on tunes like Tyrael or Garrosh. My plan is to tank old WoW habits die hard, I guess. Again, love the show, and any opinions are appreciated. Signed, BJ. Billy Jean. Is what I'm going to think that name is. No, I'm not. All right. A new player with fair on tunes. Um, I mean, Where he wants to tank. Come from? 
tunes like you make a tune in World of Warcraft it means make an extra character, make a make a dude. It's like your avatar. Yeah. Kinda. They, I don't know why I that ever know. stuck. No, no, I, I know what it means. I just I, I'm wondering where it comes from because it, it tunes is like, you know, you know how um John had a tirade about cats. That's the word tunes does that to me. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but uh, so like a, a good starter tank. Uh, hold on, here it is. Okay, I found it. Okay, sorry. Um, the entomology of tunes. Oh my gosh. I should never look at Urban Dictionary. Is it entomology or <laughs> etymology? Because one is the study of insects and the other is the meaning Etym- of Etymology bugs. is the is the words. Entomology is bugs. Okay. And I know this because I took a full college entomology course <laughs> and it was weird. You took a bug course? I did. I totally did. <laughs> Oddly enough, he thought he was oh, taking it was a course a bug about course. the origins of words. Yeah, but, no, it was oh, bugs. I... It was actually bugs. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it you know a... it because he took the bug course and not the word course. Yeah, word. the bug course <laughs> seems super interesting to me. Uh, all right, awesome. Tune, usually referred to as a character in an online role-playing game, also known as an alt or additional character. Uh, and then they say later, or something an idiot would say. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's wow. Pretty, it's pretty hardcore. I, I didn't write that. No, I mean, this is uh, full of stuff Sorry, like that. BJ. That's yeah, not no, our BJ's definition. not an idiot. We like BJ. Uh, this one says the term, the term, and I'm not going to use the word they use, but anyway, the term certain somebody's used to describe that they have an alt or a character on an MMORPG. You know how stupid tune sounds. Hey ho, I rolled another tune. Stupid. Apparently well, people okay, don't wait, like it. Wow. Just look this up on Urban Dictionary. We want to know the origins of the word, not like what... <laughs> I, I think Urban Dictionary is all we got. I all right, think. here's one. Origin of the term. Oh, this will be great. The gaming exchange. Okay. Uh, character is the word old. Okay. Okay. Many RPG players cringe when the word tune is used because they mean character. My character implies a connection with my identity, uh, while my tune is something possessed, disconnected from me. More on the latter. Okay. Tune. 1984 pen and paper RPG is when it started. Um, okay. Tune books. Okay, Tune is a role-playing game in which the players take on the role of cartoon characters. It came from this. It was first published in 1984 by Steve Jackson Games. Weird. Developed by Warren Spector, of all people. Weird. Yeah, that's... I didn't expect <laughs> this. Did not expect wow. that. That's nuts. That's quite the rabbit hole. Yeah, I could read more about it. I... Damn it. I should have said that's quite the Schrodinger's hole. Oh, uh, Schrodinger's damn. hole. <laughs> that might be went today's. up there the other day on There Will Be Dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. If you want to know more, therewillbedungeons.com. All right. Hey, uh, that's going to do it for the show. We Thank you. didn't answer his question oh, at all. Yeah, what I think was we it? should at least acknowledge it a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to play tanks. That's what he wants. Uh, I think that's uh, fine. That's a great idea to want to do that. And Teriel and Garage, they're they're fine tanks. I mean, maybe you should just play those guys. Yeah, I say play play what you're into, especially when you're when you're first getting going. I mean, I wouldn't say that they are necessarily the easiest tanks to learn on. Um, if your if your goal is learning uh, just the role in general, it may not be the easiest experience for you. But I'm all about saying play what you like because to me the the door for me getting into heroes was i'm a huge sylvanas fan they put sylvanas in the game 
I played her a little bit and I was like, this is weird and difficult. And then I kept playing until it was not weird and difficult and I was way into it. So right. Right. Uh, I feel like that's just what you should do. Stitches you know? is Stitches is also in the chat room. Someone's recommending that. I, I hear a lot of people say Stitches is a great place to start. The problem with Stitches is it's it's not going to match his like idea of what a Warcraft tank is, which is a valiant you know warrior of of great renown. He's a big blobby multiple man Frankenstein Booker. creature, Booker man. And so I so I understand why you might um, you know ease away from that. But uh, one of the things that this seems this is going to seem painfully obvious, but I really mean this. Sometimes when I need to get my head around a character, what I'll do is I'll just start playing it and going, all right, well, Q does what? I mean, what's the basics? Okay, it launches that thing. Okay. And I don't pay that much attention to tooltips. I just kind of get the gist of what the kid is and then go. Sometimes that works. But a lot of times if you're trying to really wrap your head around it, hover over those things and really read the tooltips. I'm not even talking about some website or some guide, but just read the tooltips and they'll tell you things that will have your brain go, oh, I see how Q and W could act together. Like, I could see how that would be a combo. Interesting. Okay, this trait behaves how again? Okay, oh, interesting. That means when I W, that kicks the trait off, and then I can, if I'm timing it right, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's, for me, really important to get my head around a character, new or old. So that's yeah. one thing I would recommend. Bo, you, uh, give us, what's a good tip from the Bo? I thought think you guys have said good stuff. I just add on to it and say tanking is the hardest role in Heroes to yeah. do it's the most responsibility and you will suffer as a tank so if you're a world of warcraft player so you know you know what that's <laughs> like yeah i was gonna say you know can know what it's like if you've played with an exceptionally bad pugs except it's even worse in heroes because you're you know if you're doing it in quick match and they're i'm just talking about randoms you're not going to get a, a lot of good positive reinforcement and you're not going to feel good a lot of the time. Right. Sometimes you'll have really fun games and it'll be great. But your job as a tank is to manage the enemy team for the rest of their rest of the team to protect them, do these things. And they're going to do make all kinds of mistakes that might, you know, make it not fun to tank and ultimately not play heroes. So if you're just quick matching, I'd say don't play tank. I'd just play whatever's fun. If tank is fun, do it. But don't set out to be a tank like you might in warcraft because you're training for raiding later um but do tank even if you have one other person to play with in quick match or an unranked to practice it makes all the difference tanking even with one other person it makes like you know if i'm playing with myself i play genji if john hops on and we're duoing even in quick match, and they're like oh i'll play a tank because then we can coordinate right then what you do is actually like you're leveraging and getting value out of it, getting dopamine hits for accomplishing sweet moves, even if you lose, which you're going to lose a lot solo queuing as a tank. So the more people you have playing with you, the more fun your tank experience is going to be. And and yeah. And don't so forget, I, you're not just going to be able to stand there, uh, provide aggro and take hits. Like that's not how it works. It's yeah. a, it's just an play active... any of the tanks, not the bruisers. Find right. out which ones are the bruisers. We're not going to list them all here, but you can go to hot slogs and filter by tank or filter by bruisers. Just play all the when they come free to play. If you're not into buying them, uh, just try them all. Also, Murden Murden's a good example of one I would try if you're looking for just a, a kind of a much more pure sort of tank experience. I feel like he, you know, just soaks up soaks up so much damage. He's got good self heal. Like there's there's a lot to like about that experience if you're coming from a purely tanking background. So maybe Murden yeah. is one to throw into the mix. 
they're they're all they're all good they're all good to play and try out if you're starting sure right he's the one that really got me though like i I tried other tanks Tyrael just confused me and died a lot like i early on in the game i mean and i just couldn't really get my head around those guys that that class if you want to call it that until i played murden and it clicked and i went oh okay got it this is what you do with a tank and that felt better to me. But anyway. I miss you playing Murden. Right, I like him. I'll play him anytime. I'll play him tonight. Hell, I don't care. I'll do what I want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's going to do it for today's show. And if you'd like to send your own emails into uh, the show like these guys did, like BJ and Marty did, you can do that. Heroes for you at gmail.com. That's heroes for you at gmail.com. Right? No, that's not the right address. It's coreheroesforyou.com. <laughs> Shite. Core at heroesforyou.com. Sorry, I'm being dumb. Core, yeah, again, right. core at heroesforyou.com is the address. Uh, use it frequently and uh, we will read them here on the show. Our Patreon is up and out there at patreon.com slash core show. If you value what we do here and you want to see it keep going, that's how you show your love and support for the show. That is patreon.com slash core show. And thank you to everyone who already is. Heroesforyou.com is our website. You can find us online on Twitter at Bo Schwartz for Bo, Scott Johnson for me, and John underscore Jagger for John. There's also a brand new website up for both the Hero site or for the Core site and the Frog Pants site. So do not be afraid when you go there. It's all there for you, everything you need, plus some. Uh, that's at heroesforyou.com. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, and for all of you. We'll see you next time. Stay around. We're going to play games. <laughs>